0: This is your host, Andy Grather. And this is your co-host, Kayla Davis. In today's episode, we talk about how we met, and we also talk about our own journey to becoming a counselor and what our daily self-care looks like. Welcome to your daily self-care podcast. Welcome to our podcast, our first episode today. Yay! Kayla and I were just talking about how we want you guys to know a little bit more about us and about how we met and why we decided to do this. Um, So I was just going to start with how we met, which we met on the first day of grad school when we started our master's program for mental health counseling. Both of us went to the wrong room for class. And And we realized it when we checked our email, and our professor was like, Oh, yeah, by the way, we're meeting in a different room. And yeah, so we ran to class together and we were late, and it was really awkward because we walked in late and everybody was there already. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) was staring at us 10 minutes into class. Remember that? Yeah, everybody was was staring at, at us. We sat at the very back. And that was our very first class. She was the first person, I'm pretty sure, that I met in San Antonio, like <laughs> because I moved to San Antonio for grad school. And I didn't even, I hadn't transferred work yet. Like I hadn't gone out and done anything. School was like the first thing I did. So I think you had just moved, like what, that week? Probably. Yeah. I, yeah, I was living in a tiny studio didn't know anybody and Kayla was the first person I met and she's just been like my rock the whole time I've been in oh. San Antonio so. So <laughs> and great. yeah and in October whenever I get married or have my wedding Kayla's gonna be one of my bridesmaids so she is so excited a very close person to me yeah it's crazy dude like
1: to think that sorry for our viewers, I say "dude" a lot, and I mean it in the most chill way. way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I say "dude" a lot. Um, it's just crazy to think that what was that three, four
0: years ago? Three years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been about three years already, and yeah, that's super crazy. And we are just automatically pretty good friends, which yeah. is awesome. <laughs>
1: Missing class can
0: do that for you. Yeah, (laughs) totally can. So that's the story of how we met and how we became friends. And, you know, we just went through our master's program together. And we came out on the other side through all the BS that went down through that process. And we did our internship together. And now we you know, Kayla and I work at different jobs, but she's still at the place where I'm working, seeing clients. And so we still see each other all the time, hang out all the time. And, and of course, we hang out outside of work things. And, of course. Outside. Yeah.
1: Have our own chill, chill nights.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> night we <from> are. COVID. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so we are colleagues and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's how we met. And I think Maybe we should move on to our story now. Yeah. Um of I guess I don't know, maybe we should do how we got into counseling or just I don't know, what shaped you into the person that you are now. Oh, that's a huge question. <laughs> no, that is a big question. Just start <laughs> where you want and we can go from there.
1: <laughs> okay. Um so I I don't know. Should I give my age? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm 24. I uh, have been married for almost two years now, and mm, that person tests me every day. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he's a huge supporter. Uh, I grew up in Floresville. Like we'll just go down to the basics. Grew up in Floresville, Texas. Worked my way into San Antonio for school. Um, Did undergrad at UTSA. Go Runners. <laughs> <I'm a man>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and did my undergrad in psychology. I majored in psychology, minored in sociology, and that was that was a lot of fun, actually. I just went back and looked over my undergrad courses, and I was just like, "Why did I try to go so fast?" <laughs> mm. um, but I'm glad I did because oh, I. Oh yeah, because learned... you graduated a year early, right? Mm-hmm. You graduated yeah. a year early. Yeah, I graduated as early as I possibly could um but part of me is glad i did that because i met some amazing people andy included in uh, my master's program which we both did the clinical mental health counseling program with utsa so stayed a runner um and i don't know uh i've told andy this multiple times but i didn't directly think that i was going to be a counselor i kind of just went with what was I don't know, what was the route that I thought I should have taken? It wasn't even like my heart was set on it and that sounds terrible, I know. It's like, oh, you weren't a counselor from the beginning? You didn't wanna do that? But I just wanted to help people in any way, shape or form. Like I just literally wanted to help anyone and everyone and that was my goal. Um, So counseling came up as one way that I could do that And I have loved it ever since it's, it's one of the most authentic and humbling ways that you can help somebody.
0: Yeah, I think that like, it's funny that you say that because I think I hear that from a lot of people that become counselors, like people become counselors from all walks of life, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of just that helper's heart and that desire to help people that lands them in this profession. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean,
1: everybody in our program, everybody we've met, even outside of our program is just, you can tell they have that, that wholeness to them, that wholesomeness. And yeah, it's, it's so funny to have friends like that too, because you know, you have friends who have gone through this and who have helped people the way you've helped them and it's like (laughs) y'all are all so empathetic to one another (laughs) it's really funny (laughs) totally um how about you
0: andy how did something shape you to be the human you are now (laughs) yeah so um i guess i'll kind of start where you started which was college mm -hmm. um I mean, I feel like everyone goes through stuff at home and and whatnot. And then I was just like, I feel like I was this like small town girl that wanted to go to a big city. And I grew, I mean, I grew up in Lorena, Texas, which is very small. And I moved to Austin to go to UT Austin, um, Hookham. (laughs) And I started out wanting to be a doctor. I wanted to go to medical school. I was pre-med and that first semester was like a kick to the face because I thought I was so smart. And then I just, I mean, I, I went through high school kind of not putting in as much effort as I could have, but I still did pretty well. And so I was like, oh, college, it's going to be this piece of cake, you know, like I I can kind of coast through just like I did in high school wrong. (laughs) And 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 one thing I noticed, too, was that a lot of people were very passionate about being doctors. That were pre-med students with me and I didn't feel that fire or that passion for it. I think I felt it more for just like the recognition Mm -hmm. and being like, I want to do something prestigious or something that'll be like, oh, wow, she's doing that. (laughs) And I kind of struggled with that for a while, like doing stuff for like to meet people's expectations and what they thought I was capable of rather than what I wanted to do. Yeah. I struggled with that for a long time and I moved away from being pre-med because it just didn't sit right. And then I went to physical therapy and I did a lot for that. And that also didn't sit right. And so I finally ended up in my last semester of college at UT And I was like, what am I going to do? I don't know. And yeah, it was really just Mm -hmm. I waited until I was down to the wire to self-reflect and decide what I wanted to do. And I think ultimately it came down to the same thing. I was like, why do I want to do these things like besides? recognition or, like, trying to live up to expectations, like, why did I want to be a doctor? Or why did I want to do physical therapy? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, because I wanted to help people. And I felt like the medical field was the place to do that. And then I kind of reflected on what are my values or what are my natural gifts that I hadn't, I hadn't really reflected on that seriously before. I don't think anybody
1: ever teaches us to do that, you know?
0: Yeah. And combine that with a career. Yeah. And I was just thinking about like a lot of stuff that has happened in my life. And I realized what I was good at was like emotional and social intelligence. Mm -hmm. Like just being able to relate to people and their experience and be empathetic and hold space for them. And meet with them where they are and for values I was just like I don't know it's it's important to me to be kind to people you know to be a compassionate person and I want to have a family like I don't want to live a life that's super fast all the time yeah. or super busy all the time and Um, and so, yeah, somehow I ended up landing on counseling and it was like around February, March when I decided that my last semester of college. So the only application that was still open that I could do was UTSA. So that's why I applied there. And (laughs) good thing I did because it landed me in a place in life that I'm pretty happy about. But... It's just funny how it all happened and came together when I just hadn't even reflected on it. I waited down to the wire. I didn't know what I wanted to do, and it felt really scary. There was so much pressure to decide, and I felt like I was disappointing people. Um, But I felt like ultimately it was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be there for people and some people didn't understand it. They were like psychology, like mm-hmm. you know, go into psychology and I feel like it's this thing that when you're in natural sciences or you're in you know, the like these STEM programs it's something that's kind of looked down upon a little bit, but I felt like it was the right thing for me. I felt like it that I connected with it the most out of anything else. And I'm really glad I did it because I feel like, I don't know, I agree with you. Like, it's one of the most rewarding things Yeah. to have these, like, authentic connections with people where you get to hold space and you get to be there for them. And, you know, I don't know, you get to hold that space for them to heal. And that feels really good. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, it's just it's weird how I feel like most people we know and this is just me speaking for everyone and I probably shouldn't but (laughs) it's like you just happen to come upon counseling and it just it was like your calling and it just took you there. It wasn't something that you consciously decided. It was just like, okay,
0: we're doing this. All right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I I, like that had never been something on my radar ever and I'm telling you it was like me sitting down one night and like just hardcore focusing and reflecting on like, Oh my God, who am I? Like, you know, (laughs) that like existential crisis that happens when you feel like you're actually going into adulthood. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I have to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. And it all happened in like one night and I was like, counselor, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I ended up here. That's the story of where I am now. Oh, and you also shared about you. So um, (laughs) I am also married. So that's confusing because I have a wedding in October, but because of COVID, uh, me and my husband got legally married in May on the day when we were supposed to get married. And Kayla was actually our witness, Kayla and her husband. I'm legally bind to her marriage contract forever. Yes, she signed my marriage contract. So um yeah, we got married in May, and we're gonna have a wedding in October. But um we are married. We have two little fur babies. Well, one of them's a puppy, so just one of them is a baby, and the other one is <laughs> four. <laughs> um and I upgraded from a studio when I first moved to San Antonio to a one-bedroom apartment that has a very nice pool view and a beautiful tree. Oh yes, it does in front of my <laughs> window. So I totally love it. And um, yeah, I just—I don't know. I like—I like life right now. It's good. Yeah. I think we should hop into the self-care aspect. <laughs> Yeah, so, (laughs) Kayla, how would you describe self-care?
1: Something that I I will be honest in saying that I'm not good at it. I'm really not. As a counselor, I should be. You know, we're told our whole program, our whole career, like, engage in self-care. It's what you need to do. It's important, and I get it. I know Mm -hmm. it's important, and I love it when I do it. But I define it as – Oh, what do I define it as? Self-care to me is just taking the time to recharge. Yeah. The time to to rejuvenate after probably having an empty cup, something we always say, you can't pour from an empty cup. Um And I always try to do that. I'm like, no, there's still a drop in there. I know, (laughs) Um, but I am usually wrong. It is usually dry. It has been, you know, it made a little crusties on the end if it had like a sugary drink in it or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, definitely just a way to recharge.
0: Okay. And do you think that, um, do you think that self-care is optional? no
1: I don't I think it for me it needs to be done
0: what if you like don't have time like what if you're really busy and really tired
1: (laughs) because I know sometimes
0: I'm very busy and I'm very tired (laughs) honestly that's the time my body's like you
1: need this now um something I've I feel like I've told a lot of people within this week is that um our body holds feelings our body holds experiences it holds trauma it holds a lot of things and it will not process those things until your body is ready for it um so when you start pushing things aside like me when you start pushing like your emotional trauma or just experiences you're not ready to handle because you're just like i just i cannot right now i'm so busy i can't it's gonna come up when
0: your body says it's time you you have no
1: no like way you're- of telling it to stop
0: your brain is going to say no, but your body is going to be like, oh yeah, it's time we're doing this. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I feel like that's self-care for me is it's not optional. It's going to happen for sure. Um, yeah. it just depends on the time my body needs it. Um, sometimes I'm really good at listening to my body and being mindful of it and taking care of it in advance before it gets to that really bad, <laughs> inconvenient time. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, I will say a
0: lot of times it's that inconvenient time where I'm like, all right, I got to self care right now. (laughs) Yeah. I got to do the self cares. Um, (laughs) So when you do get to self care, which hopefully is daily, daily, I mean, I try to do daily self-care and this is the daily self-care podcast. (laughs) Um, But when you do your daily self-care, what does that look like for you? Like, what is your non-negotiable self-care thing that you have to do every day?
1: Um, My biggest one that is a non-negotiable is I have to see my husband. Like, I know I said earlier, he annoys me. He does. Every husband annoys you, you know, I mean, (laughs) like I have more than one, right? (laughs) Um, But just seeing him and being able to just like give him a big hug and unwind with him definitely makes whatever day I've had a better, makes it feel better, makes it easier to go through, easier to survive. Uh, Mm. So my non-negotiable is him and usually when I don't get to see him in a day which is rare because you know we're married Um, actually there was a recent time where I didn't get to see him because I was hop sitting somewhere else and I had a bad night it was a bad night so um, yeah I stand true to that just taking that time with him
0: Uh, that one and then eating is a non-negotiable for me Uh. oh my gosh (laughs) if I answered the same question that would be my thing like that sounds bad because you said husband and i do love my husband (laughs) but my non-negotiable is having to have a meal or a snack because if i push off food i can become just like the meanest person ever and i feel like people don't believe that but if you know me i can be pretty grumpy (laughs) And so I think that's my first thing is when I – yeah, no comment. (laughs) That's my first thing when I feel awful or irritable or I feel like I'm just totally drained and empty. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what is my body telling me I need right now? And usually – usually, I I mean, I just love dessert, so I want a dessert, but I really try to be – a nutritious eater. So I've been trying to eat more like salad and I don't know, like cheeses mm-hmm. and things that are, I don't know, that like seem healthy to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or like something that's like whole grain or like fresh eggs. My mom gives me fresh eggs from her chicken farm. So fresh eggs is like one of those things that I love. Um, but yeah, food oh yeah any any kind of food any kind of food that is just that's my self care thing.
1: I know there's some more though to that,
0: oh okay, yeah, oils person, I know that, <laughs> yeah, I also love essential oils, and yeah, they are my favorite self care right now. I just started using them, um, so I put. I I use Young Living, and I know everybody chooses the different oils that they want to use, but I choose Young Living um, because I just believe in their quality. Um, But I use their Lemon Vitality in my water in the morning. Um, I also have, like, this um, homemade face serum that I made. And so I use that to moisturize my face in the morning, and I, like, put my diffuser on before I – start work and sometimes I use the vitality oils to flavor my coffee and oils are becoming a very big part of my day and I just love it because it's just this very simple intentional thing that I'm doing that I'm like I'm just gonna use some oils to love on myself right now oh yeah it makes me feel really good and so that's why that's why I use them because I think It just – it's a way for me to not only, like, love on myself and spoil myself, but also smell Mm -hmm. is a very grounding sense for me. So to smell something amazing in my diffuser or, you know, have that smell in my coffee or on my skin, like, it's just very, like, grounding and keeps me from being in my head too much. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: for our non-counseling viewers, when she means like grounding, um, it it's just basically something that brings you back to where you are, something back to your body, something that we call it like your five senses are really good for grounding. So something that you can taste, that you can focus on and put yourself back in, in
0: your body. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I describe it as like when you're thoughts are spiraling and you're like mm-hmm. all in your head and you just feel like away from yourself. Like you're yeah. floating or you're just detached. You're away from yourself. Grounding is just bring like catching your brain. That's like way over here somewhere and like bringing it like back to your head, back into your yeah. body. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I love how you said it's something that you love to do.
1: And I think that's something that, cause I, I, I know a couple of people who I won't name them, but (laughs) I know a couple of people who are like, well, self-care is selfish. And I'm like, okay. And what's wrong with that? You know, what's, what's wrong with taking that time for yourself, um, doing something you love, not because somebody else loves that you do it, or you love doing it with someone else, but
0: something for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't agree with that either. I don't believe self care is selfish because I think if you're drained and you're tired and you're not taking care of yourself, then, like, how is that affecting your relationships or how you're showing up into the world with other yeah. people? And how does that affect what you can do, you know, in your job or, you know, just in anything? Like, yeah. if you're drained and you're not recharging yourself that it's not selfish to recharge yourself it's just I, I just totally don't believe that it's selfish I think that if anything it's I don't know
1: I feel like it's so similar to going to the doctor when you're sick yeah it's you know when you're sick when you when you're coughing or when you have anything that you need to go to the doctor for you're going to go to the doctor because you want to feel better it's the same thing with your emotions you know when you're feeling tired when you're feeling drained you got to take that time for yourself
0: yeah and and that's why i think that daily self-care is important because you don't want to skip all these days and get to where you're just so exhausted and then you're taking all this time for self-care because you have to put more in on just that one day if you do a little bit each day it keeps you working really well and it's like preventative care you know like you don't want to wait until you're just so sick and so exhausted and and um you know reaching the point of just like mental illness almost Mm -hmm. like you If you do that preventative care, you invest that time in self-care every day. You know, it just keeps you in a place in life that feels good, I think, and where Mm -hmm. you can be your best for yourself and you can be your best for other people. Yeah, absolutely. Another analogy for
1: you analogy lovers. I know a lot of people who like them, but it's like you stretch before you work out, you know, because if you don't, you can pull something and it can be very painful. So that preventative measure of stretching before you work out, definitely beneficial. <laughs> That's a
0: really good one. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Um, okay, so we've, we've touched on daily self-care a little bit, at least okay. for ourselves. And um, now I have a question for you. And this oh, is, is going to be a segment. At the end of every episode for you people that are going to be listening. Yeah. I didn't tell Kayla about this, so she's not expecting this. Oh, no. The segment is, would you rather. Oh,
1: I love this (laughs) game.
0: Yes. Would you rather be a tiny elephant, like a a mouse-sized elephant, Mm-hmm. Or would you rather be a giant mouse, like an elephant-sized mouse? A tiny elephant.
1: I totally agree. I, I, I don't know. I just, I love elephants and they have great memory. And coming from somebody whose memory is starting to fade,
0: <laughs> I yeah. love
1: that. Even if I'm a small elephant, I don't care. I'll still yeah. feel
0: mighty in my heart. Yeah. And just, I just feel like they'd it'd be so small and cute. Yeah. Imagine that. Just a tiny little elephant. Oh. Yeah, so cute. Well, um, I think that that's probably it for today's episode, right? Yeah. I don't you want to share any more. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be coming at you with weekly episodes. We're going to be doing weekly interviews with people that we really admire in our personal lives that are either doing an amazing job taking care of themselves, have been through really crazy things and come out good on the other side. Um, Or I don't know, just people that just inspire us. And just people who, who have
1: experienced some things that we feel like, I don't know, our our users can appreciate our users, our viewers can appreciate.
0: Um, Yeah. And yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Andy. Sorry. I'm, I totally keep interrupting (laughs) you, but Um. No, I was just going to say, yeah, people that inspire us too. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I lost my thought. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's okay. This is the true authentic self we're getting right here. There are errors in podcasts. There are errors in everything. And that's okay. We make mistakes. And it's not that that was a mistake, but we make little
0: hiccups. It's all good. There sure are. Well, next week, our podcast guest is a really amazing person that we love. She's someone that we see as someone that just brings light to other people's lives she's so funny she loves squirrels and she's really good at setting boundaries with people we can't wait for you to hear our interview for you to hear our interview with her because (laughs) she's awesome and we think you'll love her but um, until next week this is your daily self-care podcast and peace okay, out have a peace sign you can't see it but it's there <laughs> peace <laughs>